Hello everyone and welcome to Metaphorically Speaking with me, Delia Delore. For those who are listening to us for the first time, our show is dedicated to those mysterious expressions we use every day and often don't think twice about. So each week we dive into the study of a metaphor, whether it's a common expression, a curious proverb or a mysterious old saying. As always, we have a guest and this week it's Joanne Seister Blake. Now I met Joanne many, many years ago, first of all, through seeing something that she started to do. And I thought, wow, this is different. And I contacted her and she told me more about it. And she's here to discuss how far she's gone with it. And I also like to look at past guests and see what they've been up to and she was one of the guests on another show which was the Delore Factor remember that she started there and now she's just kept on growing so she has an amazing product she is very resilient like most women she wears many caps she does so many things and she always acts and acts on the things that she believes in. She is definitely not someone with just words. She has made those words work for her. Have you guessed our metaphor this week? I've been saying a lot of key words for it. This week's metaphor is very common and has many different variations. The metaphor is action speaks louder than words. Despite its clear intent, I believe this maxim is to be deeply controversial and double-sided and that's what we're going to be looking into in this week's episode. Action speaks louder than words, doesn't necessarily attack to the power of words, it simply states that doing is more effective than saying, which is hard to contradict. However, the use of the verb speak, generally intended for humans, personifies the terms actions and words and pushes the two into a boxing ring that seems to only accept one winner. So here we go for round one. So what is it really with actions being more consistent than words? To what extent exactly? Words matter. They inspire, denounce, soothe, move, encourage, they heal, they stimulate, they make a difference. Verbal communication, language, is the basis of our civilization. As the linguist Fernand de Saussure states in his course in General Linguistic, without language, thought is a vague, uncharted nebula. Indeed, without the spoken or written word, all is imprecise, confused and confusing. Current studies still debate on the genesis of language and whether it is genetically encoded, part of human evolution, or learned through social interaction. But one thing is sure, its importance and authority are in no way doubted. Words matter because they cross the bridge from one individual to another. They unite. That's why they are so powerful. That's why they are of such value. That is why some words are unforgettable, because they carry intention, emotion, power. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up live out the true meaning of its creed 
We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream. That was, of course, the famous excerpt of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s legendary speech, I Have a Dream. His words moved the entire world and keep on resonating today as fighting for equal rights and recognition remains an ongoing battle. Words make crowds stand, reinforce together and persevere. They make people get up and rise for their truth. Mayor Angelou's famous poem, Still I Rise, certainly is proof of that. And for those of you familiar with only a few lines, you're in for a treat. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. <laughs> Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. <laughs> Does it come as a surprise that I dance? as if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. <laughs> Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling and bearing in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, wow, there I go. As Mayor Angelou says, she is both the dream and the hope of the slave. She assumed the weight of those big words, dream and hope, and embodies their very intent. She becomes actions through words. Through her poetry, she rises and she triumphs. What about when no one says anything? What happens when no one speaks up? When no one speaks out? The White Ribbon pledges to never commit, condone, or remain silent on violence against women. I know what you're thinking, well, pff, what difference does it make? The world is the way it is. The question I ask you is, what difference are you making? The world you live in is the world you shape. We all have an impact. Every minute of every day, we all have an impact on this world. What impact are you making? What difference are you making? It's time to provoke freedom. You make it happen. You don't wait for it. Indeed, words win wars. 
As French novelist and philosopher Jean-Paul Sartre famously said, the writer uses his pen as a sword, which is what most leaders do. Taking World War II as an example, many affirm that without Sir Winston Churchill's speeches, the war wouldn't have been won. Never one to shirk a challenge though, Churchill did battle with words instead. If the British Empire and its Commonwealth last for a thousand years, men will still say, this was their final tower. The speeches he delivered at that time were some of the most powerful ever given in the English language. His words were defiant, heroic and human. They reached out to everyone in Britain, across Nazi-occupied Europe and throughout the world. As journalist Beverly Nichols wrote, he mobilised the English language and sent it into battle. As mentioned earlier, language and verbal communication are some of the primary fundamentals of our modern society. Whether spoken or written, words travel. They make history. That's how humanity evolves, learning from someone else's words. Homer's Iliad and the Odyssey, for instance, were first composed in the 8th century before Christ and travelled orally for years before being transcribed. In fact, the oral tradition valorises the power of the spoken word through speeches, folk tales, ballads, etc. and still is very much recognised nowadays. How could actions speak louder than words when words are actions? In this technological era that we live in, words overflow and sprout from all different directions in different ways, assimilated with actions. We click, we like, we follow, we share. Words are born every day online. Children of new concepts or social media trends, they swim into a digital pool that keeps on expanding, creating new actions with them. All those words, this information, these truths, they are proof that our civilization evolved thanks to them. That without words, we can probably survive, but we'd have a hard time living. Words are freedom. But let's hear it in music with the beautiful voice of Emily Sunday.
Joanne Sister Blake is an entrepreneur and keen hat collector who has a professional background in theatre and retail. Joanne is the creator of Swim Scarf, the new swimming headscarf designed to protect high volume hair. since we've spoken and I can't remember how long it's been maybe you do um I think the last time we spoke was about 2017 okay for the benefit of our listeners can you tell us who you are and what you do hi everybody my name is Joanne Blake I am the creator of the swim scarf I started my business um in 2014 soon after my parents passed away the influence and style of the swim scarf came from my mum, who always wore headscarves around the home. It's been a long time sort of um, improving on the products. I've had um, at least 16 prototypes that I've been testing out in the water. The whole thing started after I, I was diagnosed with um, high blood pressure. So once my doctor recommended swimming, I went along to the pool started swimming, hated getting my hair wet and came up with the idea for the swim scarf. So um, <laughs> I've been sort of working on the design. It's slightly changed, much better quality now. And I've also got two sizes. I'm hoping to start children's in the near future. So there's a bit of a demand for the kid size now. So it's, it's, um, it's all good. How do you start from having an idea to actually getting it to be a reality? It's such a unique product. Um, you know, it all kind of um, fell into place. I, I didn't really have a plan at the time. I from, from going swimming and not liking what they had on the shelves, I decided to design my own product. And Swim Scarf was born. And I, I tried it out at the pool. Other people were looking and wondering and saying, oh, can you make me one of those? So I thought from then, I've got a business here. So I went along, found a, a company to help me shape it until it was good enough to take to China. So I popped on the plane with a friend. We went to China, had a few factories lined up, and I took it from there in terms of going with the best factory, which I thought was the best factory at the time, and had um, a batch made up started selling had a few issues with um, quality and stuff like that so got rid of that factory pandemic happened so it was a lockdown and in that time I was looking for a new place a new supplier and um, everything was done online sent them my sample they looked at it they ummed an R and yeah we've got this new fantastic product now how does a swim scarf look it's um a structured swim cap. It looks like a headscarf. It's big enough to fit dreadlocks right down to your knee. I think that's the longest one of my customers' hair is. Um, it has ties on it. It has a toggle at the back. So you draw the toggle, put it over your head, you draw the toggle, and then you tie. You can either tie a bow at the back or you can tie it to the front and get a nice look. So you've got two looks in one with the swim scarf and it's ideal for swimming all sorts of aqua activities shower bath you can do absolutely anything you can even walk in the rain with it because that's how good it looks <laughs> yeah and do it in style you can do it all in style and 
you know, obviously the heads will turn because uh, to many it's a, a unique way of covering one's head yeah. in and out of the water. But when you were speaking, okay. I was thinking about how difficult it was, perhaps, yeah. or maybe it wasn't difficult, trusting your invention to give to somebody else to try and help you with it. How did that happen? How did it go? Uh, well, before before I even showed showed it to anyone, I had it um, trademark, copyright, patent, <laughs> had all of that done. It's a very expensive. Um, a lot of people think of it as being really expensive. It depends what you're protecting with copyright. Um, copyrights to do mainly with um, the words of your design. That's also comes under the trademark name as well. Painting is down to the design, the look of the product. So it's it, it's it's quite a big scope when you paint paint in a product because you can either paint it the, the design, you can paint it the the whole look of the product. So once you've got it on your head and it looks a certain way, that's what you're protecting. So it's a big scope when it comes to painting tin. And the best thing to do is find a patent lawyer so that he can help you get the right documents together. But, so it, yeah. sounds, it sounds as if, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm asking questions for the inquisitive listener who perhaps has an idea and they're like, oh, I'd like to know how to do this. Does it mean that you, you have to have a lot of money to start off with in order to protect your invention? How did you, or did you have to work as you went along? I think with some ideas, it does cost a lot of money. It depends where your painting um, reaches. Because if you're going to do like a global painting, you know, it's going to cost you a lot of money to do each country. So I think the best thing to do is where you live and wherever you sell to, that sort of thing. Or even have it um, painting pending. So you're sort of paying the beginnings of the process, but you're not paying the whole thing. And that could take years. So, um, yeah. but mine wasn't, wasn't particularly expensive. But I, I think, you know, you have to be... As you say, you know, if you get the, the right legal advice, then it will make you feel better in terms of showing it to others. Yeah. And as you said, to start up to now, you're still making improvements. Yeah. How are your improvements based? Is it by feedback from your customers or how do you do that? Yeah, I've, I've always um, tried to push feedback from customers. I, I think a lot of customers are shy. They don't, <laughs> they don't want to mm. give me feedback. I mean... You know, even a, a photo, and little words here or whatever, whether it's good or bad, I want to know what the product is doing for them, now, how it's working for them. And I've had a few feedbacks from some customers, a few customers, and I've made some changes. So the next batch that comes, um, they will notice the change in the product. I'm not going to say what it is, but... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, saying that, I'm sure that our listeners will be inquisitive to know what, what it looks like. So where can they see where the swim scarf is? Um, you'll find a swim scarf at www.swimscarf.co.uk. Also on TikTok at swim scarf. Good old TikTok. Um, I'm on Etsy as well. I'm all over the place. So you'll find me. <laughs> you'll find me everywhere. Yeah. And I must say your videos, they're just amazing. They're really beautiful. Oh, I like them. I really like you. them. 
it's they're so vibrant and fresh and i feel as if i just want to go to the pool so that just so i could wear it you know <laughs> and the videos were done via um tiktok tiktok is a brilliant tool for businesses especially if you don't have the budget for marketing i advise everyone to go on tiktok and you know find your your niche and work from there because like with um tiktok there's a lot of acting there's a lot of music on there so you did the, all the sounds are within the the app and so you can there's certain um, sounds that you can use you know for commercial use and, and so forth yeah um so it's really helpful in that sense and it's free you don't have to pay yeah I guess, but even before even before yeah. i was following you what you did important to not just know that you have something that you want to you know build and sell but also the way that it's portrayed is very very important yeah I think what I'm trying to put out there I'm not trying to be too serious I mean swimming is a fun thing so why be all serious with with your um language I think it should be fun I mean I've got all the lovely bright colors and stuff like that and I just want people to see the videos, enjoy it, and say, yeah, let me go and get one of those and give it a try, yeah. you know? Yes. Mm. So where would you say your client base is? Pretty um, global, i say. There's um, My customers are all over the place, all over the world. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of focusing on the UK at the moment because I really yeah. want to see more afro-caribbean people swimming so yeah i'm kind of focusing on them and trying to get them more interested um it seems to be working because when i go to the pool now there's more black people at the pool like in the early days it was just me i was like hold on a minute more black people here <laughs> i see someone wearing your swim scarf to me it's normal oh when i see um other people wearing it um i i do have a little I do a little happy dance when I see yeah. them, and I, I'll, I'll nod to them. But I won't go up to them and say, "I made that," you know. I'll just yeah, wave to them, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to see that uh, my work is it's real. Yeah, <laughs> I think you do deserve a tap on the back. So if if that happens, that should happen many more times because we do need you know role models and people like you who you know can see an idea and not be afraid to go after it and to make it happen, you know, and the, the health issues as well, that it can help. I think it's, it's wonderful. It makes it more fun to actually want to go and, and, and swim. And I can also tell by everything that you've said to me, why your metaphor is so fitting. Action speaks louder than words. Can you tell me sure. why you chose that metaphor? Um, I think, um, I'm I'm quite an active person, and with action, there has to be a purpose. I mean, you when you put your foot forward, you got you got to be doing it for a reason. And um, with what I'm doing, my videos speaks for what I'm doing. So you know, action speaks louder than words, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's kind of um, I don't really like to brag or talk about what I'm doing I just do it and then people are like oh I didn't know you was doing that so yes but yeah. you know <laughs> so yeah. I, like, I like them to see the end results of what I'm doing so I, I do kind of keep quiet and just get on with get on with stuff 
I have some I have some brilliant people behind me as well, um, advisors, mm -hmm. mentors, and anytime I'm stuck on anything, I, I tap into them and they give me, they put me in the right direction. So yeah, totally so important to have a plan rather than just aimlessly doing, wasting your time, you know? Yes, yes. So, so the metaphor to you is more than Jimmy Cliff's action speaks louder than words. We all know that song. So yeah. I know when I hear that song, I think of those words more as when people, like hot air, they just talk, mm. talk, 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 and then nothing comes of it. But it made yeah. me think of, re review his words. In those days, we weren't getting all the information that we have right now in terms of self-esteem, uh, how to make live the life of your dreams and all those kind of things that we do now, you know, meditate and all those things to um, yeah. encourage us to believe in ourselves. We didn't have any, in any of those things back in those days when he had that foresight to sing that song. And I think that when we even hear it and when we sing to it, it still doesn't register how important yeah. those words are. So yeah. when you came yeah. up with that metaphor, I thought, Oh yeah, Jimmy Cliff, let me just sing it. And I just think we just sing it because it's it's entertaining. It's got a lovely melody and we just sing it. But if we stop right. to think about the words behind it and what it really means, I mm. think it, it is yeah. very much about what you've done because all the actions that you did, it was born off, they say part of, you know, well, most of us is our background, how we were brought up. So for you, you know, your mom wearing her scarf at home, you... Uh, looking at your health issues, going to the pool, all that kind of story. It all kinds of comes together in seeing all the things that you, around you and acting on all those things in order to give yourself this, this goal um, and then to all, also improve it along the way. I mean, I'm, I've said a lot about this metaphor. I think it's a lovely one. Um, yeah. have, have you thought about it in, in, in the terms of, and this is just me talking about Jimmy Cliff, have you ever kind of listened to those words and, and understood fully what it meant? Ever since I was a child, I think um, I've always sang, sang along to songs. My dad had his stereo and he will play all sorts of music from country to calypso to whatever. I, I'd just sing along to it, but I didn't fully understand the words until you become an adult and you listen. You listen to songs differently now and you're hearing the words in, a, in an adult head <laughs> so to speak can't explain it um so yeah the the words I think they resonate with me in terms mm. of me as a person um I I don't speak of what I'm doing I just do it so that's that's action speak louder than words I'm a doer not a talker because mm. a lot of people talk and they talk too much and they're talking so much that they're not getting anything done so you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. You know, they talk the talk, but don't walk the walk, in other words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's a type of person who just waits and thinks that it will come to them, you know? So, yeah, I think um, they're trying to, I think they're manifesting, they're chatting, hoping that things will just drop on their lap and they're not realizing mm -hmm. that they have to put in the work. 
you know it's all down to what you put in what you put in you get out really so yeah that's true, it true. <laughs> true. Well, john i was really happy to catch up with you and uh, to see you growing and i know in another few years i'll make catch up with you again and um i'm hoping to hear yeah. the ultimate aim you're achieving it or you're very near to achieve it because you know all you can do is persevere and uh hopefully that people will give you some feedback that you can use constructively um to improve your product because that's life i mean even the best of things they have to be um reviewed now and again or else they won't remain the best i wish you all the best with thank you delia um it's good to to hear from you again um yeah it's it's mad it's just like a kind of full circle sort of thing but mm. you know i'm growing i started off with one little one product i've got two products and i'm hoping by the time i speak to you again i have a line of sizes and children's as well so yeah that's that's the direction i'm going into <laughs> well thank you for sharing your vision with us thank you We can't thank you enough for your bright and inspiring participation today, Joanne. Let's go back to the origins of this proverb and consider the ways in which actions, in fact, speak louder than words. Sometimes it seems words simply don't suffice. Personally, my mind separates those times into two categories. The first would be ultimate joy and the impossibility to verbally quantify the amount of happiness present in your heart. It is those moments of magic that happen in our lives. It is the first smile of a child or the look of a loved one. It is the warmth of summer on your skin. It is the reception of good news. It's those rare beats that warm up your brain and melt your thoughts. It's the moments you keep locked in your hearts, indescribable but undeniably present. It's that internal scream that blows off the roof of our expectations, kind of like Olive's one in Little Miss Sunshine, when she discovers she's been selected to take part in the titular pageant. You know, actually, there is a message from Cindy on the machine. Something about Little Mrs. Sunshine. Sunshine. What? Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. What? Cheryl, it's Cindy. Remember when Olive was here last month? She was runner-up in the regional Little Miss Sunshine? Well, they just called right now and said the girl who won had to forfeit her crown. I don't know why, something about diet pills, but anyway, now she has a place in the state contest in Redondo Beach. Yeah, that one. Maybe a bit too high-pitched for our ears. <laughs> the second instance in which actions seem to speak louder than words is, alas, great disappointment. At times, there is a clash between what is said and what is done. Words fail to keep their promise and thus becomes meaningless, empty and vain. That's what the great Confucius denounced when he wrote... The superior man acts before he speaks and afterwards speaks according to his actions. 
Action speaks louder than words is a proverb that has an infinite number of declensions. My favorite one perhaps being William Shakespeare's Actions is Eloquence, phrased in Coriolanus when Volumnia, Coriolanus's mother, accuses him of being a bad politician. Another version of the proverb is Benjamin Franklin's popular quote, well done is better than well said. Those all confirm the idea that through action, one truly speaks their truth. It is what Rachel tells Bruce Wayne at the end of Batman Begins. Bruce, deep down you may still be that same great kid you used to be. But it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. So it is all about the things you do and not necessarily so much about the things you say. The phrase, action speaks louder than words, is noted to be first voiced by English parliamentarian John Pym at the time of the English Civil War. It was recorded as such in 1628 in Hansard, the record of the proceedings of the UK Parliament. Quote, a word spoken in season is like an apple of gold set in pictures of silver, unquote, and actions are more precious than words. Unquote. Indeed, it seems that what gave birth to this saying is a crisis, a war, and as we noted earlier, words become void once they cannot be combined with actions. Words win wars because they inspire but men win wars because they fight and unavoidably because they die. Words and principles animate them, give them strength and the courage to act, whether it is to rebel, to seek justice or simply to speak up. Frederick Douglass said, those who profess to favor freedom and yet depreciate agitation are people who want crops without plowing the ground. They want rain without thunder and lightning. They want the ocean without the roar of its many waters. The struggle may be a moral one, or it may be a physical one, or it may be both, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never has, and it never will. Okay. Oh. Every one of us, every one of us must keep demanding, keep fighting, keep thundering, keep plowing, keep speaking, keep struggling until justice is served. No justice. No peace. Thank you very much. Words have worth. Actions have force. The two combined are undefeatable. In this extract, for instance, Dahlia Wazi quotes words from the past. She quotes, in fact, Frederick Douglass, one of the most prominent figures of the abolitionist movement in the U.S. in the 19th century. Years later, he makes his claims against inaction valuable. She reactualizes his statements, joining them to her cause, its eloquence becoming action, giving it a voice. Or, as great Mahatma Gandhi puts it, your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, your values become your destiny. It is one of the morals of Jonathan Larson's story with a musical tick, tick, boom. Life is full of beautiful words to sing, of great things to achieve, but they mean nothing if they are not embraced with courage and faced with actions. Why 
Ultimately, who wins this tight fight? Words? Actions? Placed equal? I'd say that our weekly metaphor, Action Speaks Louder Than Words, resonates with us differently at different stages and episodes of our lives. Your words matter, as hopefully mine do today. And if we have learned anything, it's that they cannot be underestimated, but they also can't be left alone. Words speak loud as long as they are heard, understood and fulfill their ultimate promise, which is action. Hey, when it comes to doing, showing, you're going to take some knowing. Do you recognize those famous lines? We could not discuss the metaphor, action speaks louder than words, without a particular song. I know it's been on your mind from the time you heard this week's metaphor. So here it is. Thanks for listening to this episode of Metaphorically Speaking. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us. Don't forget, we'd love you to share the show with your friends or leave a review on colorful.com or on our podcast, Metaphorically Speaking, which is on Apple, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms. We really do depend on you to help us to grow so that we can produce the best content for you to enjoy. And talking about content, have you seen what we have on our Facebook and Instagram pages, Metaphorically Speaking Delia? Please go there. Our team member, Odua, has just put her life and soul into what she's producing there. And sometimes I feel really sad when I don't see people commenting. So please go online, go to Facebook and Instagram, like what you see, place comments. And of course, you can always do it here on colorful.com. You can also suggest a metaphor for an upcoming show. You can do that at colorful.com or at info at metaphoricallyspeaking.uk. Join us for another metaphor next week. Please keep safe. I'm Delia Delore. Bye for now. <laughs>